Welcome to season two, episode four of the Basshole Podcast. Most importantly, the Timberwolves Talk Podcast. I'm Chris, and Peyton looks like he is at a very warm place right now and on a September yes, night in Wisconsin. Naples, Florida, man. Here we are. Here That's we are. Right. Pleasure to join you. We got some really interesting stuff tonight, man. We uh, Last episode, we asked you guys to comment some stuff below and we want to read your comments it's kind of like a little mailbag segment i guess you could call it um, it's, on, it's honestly is my favorite segment we've ever done I yeah we've, so. done, we've done this before and both of us absolutely love it and you guys seem to so uh we'll hop right into it we won't so waste it's your the time. perfect vacation episode I'd, I'd have to say so chrissy's gonna share his screen i actually gave him access today so what it's the mir- it's a miracle is that there my background is. it's there the background there is there i made it let's go all right, let's, Alrighty. let's get real here. Get in the pre- presentation mode, if I yeah, can. Yeah, and uh, for everyone who commented, man, we really appreciate that. I mean, we love interacting with you guys, and we're we're excited to excited to respond. All right, so the first question or comment comes from six foot seven foot. What a um, song, by the way, right? Yeah, I one of Classic. Lil Wayne's honestly greatest hits, maybe for sure. McDaniels at the three or four next season. Personally, I would like to see him play more three. Josh also chimed in and said three for sure long term. What do you what do you say about that? Well, so I'm gonna be I'm right with Josh here. I think I think if you put McDaniels at the four, it's really gonna stunt his growth as a player. I think um, to use a word that Dane Moore likes to use, if uh, his archetype is kind of like that KD type player, three and D, we want to see him. He already has a, a very solid defensive ability, but we want to develop that offensive ability. And I think if we put him at the four, I just don't think he's going to be able to blossom into that player that he's really meant to be. What do you think about that, Chris? Yeah, I mean, obviously we run a system where it's there's a lot of five out and um, four or uh, four outside one in the box. So playing at the three or the four really won't matter on offense for him, but I personally would like to see him guarding threes i don't mm-hmm. think i'd love to see him um trying to body a uh heavier small four or heavier power forward pretty much every time he's on the court i don't think that'd be beneficial for him um or he's capable though i think he is capable of guarding a four if need be and exactly what you said it really with the offense that we run it doesn't really matter the only <laughs> people that care about it are people that are like checking the starting lineups and stuff. But once you get out on the floor, especially with how we play, it doesn't matter if you're the two, three, or four. Everyone kind of plays the same role. Yeah. All right, I'll read this next one. Um, Andrew Kenoki, um said, I want Chris to do the dance that King made. And if you guys have never seen this dance, I might throw up a little clip right here on the screen. And I agree. I think everyone wants to see Chris do this exact dance. And I got a challenge for you guys. Um, so usually we, our videos hit about 15, 16 likes. If this video hits 30 likes, is that? A, I think that's a fair amount. Let's we, go. Let's go 35 for Kevin Durant. That's my player copy. Always say, let's go 35. 35 likes. You will be getting a remix of Chris doing the King dance. 35 likes. Go tell your friends if you want to see that. Chris is he's got good dance moves, so I think I think he could pull it off well. Yeah, we'll see what happens. You guys got to hit that like button first, though. Yep. All right. Anthony Rose. 
says, I definitely think getting Beverly helps us much more than what the Grizz got for Wancho from Boston. What do you think about that, Chris? I would agree. Um, I think every team obviously has their own personal needs, and I think Boston will benefit from another stretch four because, I mean, I don't know. People classify Tatum as a four or a three. It really doesn't matter, but they don't have too much shooting depth off the bench, and they really don't have that much height besides Taco Fall in general. They always seem to play small ball, so I think that's a good – you know – Wancho in his first season over at the Timberwolves, people forget, was averaging about 12 points and he was shooting a three ball at a 40% clip. So, you know, if the if the clip if the Celtics get that Wancho, um, they're gonna be in good shape. I mean, that'll be a good pickup for them. And the same thing is if the Grizzlies get a a maxed out potential Jarrett Culver, you know, they'll get their worth too. Everyone forgets he's 22 years old. You know, obviously he has major issues and we we we're not able to fix that in his early stages of his career. So I think the Grizz do a very good job of developing talent and that Jared Culver just seems like a player that would do good on the Grizzlies. He's just got that aura to him. And, you know, I think Beverly helps us with defense and intensity plus leadership. So I think everyone kind of got what they needed in that trade. Well, see, I, I think that this question is a little, uh, it's a complex question with the comma right there. I think the comma, I think what Anthony is trying to say is because I remember last episode we said that maybe we would have rather got the trade package that the Celtics got for Wancho or that the Grizzlies got for trading for Wancho because they got Carson Edwards and um, who else did they get? Um, oh, we got to yeah. look it up again. God damn it. We had it. We had it. They we had Carson did have Edwards. it last episode. But, okay, so but I think what he's trying to say is that we were saying, oh, maybe like we could have got more for Wancho than just Pat Bev. I guess I think that's what he's trying I, to say, but he's trying to say that um, he would rather get Beverly than what we could, what we could have got from. Yeah, I would agree. I don't think Carson Edwards or whoever that role player was that, you know, Boston shipped off for Wancho. We don't, we don't need a backup. You know, I, I guess we got Pat Bev, but I think Pat Bev is more talented than Carson Edwards and we don't need really any more depth. We just need veterans. So I think, mm. I would have had Beverly as well, besides two young players. That was a deep question. The comma got me, I think. I think the punctuation really. Yeah, but good question, kind of Anthony. Did get you. Good question. Oh. oh there's the man of the hour. <laughs> oh. Watch stat predictions for the Celtics. Thank you so much for commenting, Greg Weasley. I'll let you take this, Peyton. Well, I think that – I honestly, I do think that Wancho is a good basketball player. I think that, like you said, he averaged 12 points his first year on the Timberwolves – I mean, we saw that iconic first-half performance against the Lakers. We've seen the greatness. Last year, he was terrible for the Timberwolves. He was he was awful. Um, I think that, you know, I think maybe we can see somewhere eight eight points, eight eight point seven points, maybe three rebounds, one point six assists, maybe somewhere around there. Two point three threes a game. That's kind of where I'm thinking. A little bit of a revival, but not exactly where we saw him two years or two years ago. Yeah. I mean, it all, it all depends on if he's going to get what, what is his role going to look like on this mm-hmm. Celtics team? Cause he might have, not even play. Yeah. We have no clue what Wancho's role is going to be like on the Celtics. You know, maybe he doesn't even get solidified bench minutes to start the season. So like, I think a safer bet would be around four to five points a game accounting for the, you know, minutes he didn't really get in the beginning of the season is my prediction. And I would say about a three, one to 1.5 threes per game, I think is a solid number for Wancho for the Celtics. Yeah. I mean, I think obviously if 
I'm a, I'm a fan of Greg's. I, I hope that we can see that Wancho that we expected to see last season, maybe 15 points a game. That'd be crazy. You know, that, the that, jersey would be worth it. that jersey would have been worth it then for Greg to buy. You know, kind of going off topic a little bit. I don't know That's who fine. exactly said this, but there's an NBA player. Um, I think it was KD that said this, but like random, he's, he goes, everybody's a different player when international play starts. And that holds very true for Wancho, Ricky Rubio, mm-hmm. Evan Fournier. Um, Gobert was getting more points. Do you think it's just pride or do you think players excel more, like role players excel more in those international roles? Like, what do, what do you think? Well, let me take that question and just switch it around. Look at the, uh, at the Team USA. You got players like Zach Levine, all these players that are playing different, completely different from what they play during the NBA season, down actually playing less of a less quality game than what they play during the NBA season. So, yeah, I definitely think it's a whole different game. And, yeah, when these guys are on the team and they're the actual leaders of the team and they're putting on for their country, they're definitely going to be playing with a lot more pride than when they're playing for some random city in the U.S. I think yeah. that's 100% true. Definitely. All right, Chris. <laughs> I think Justin Fields will lead you to a fourteen and third or a four and thirteen record for you guys. And as a Vikes fan, I wish the worst for your team. You know, I am Timberwolves fan. I love your comments every single time you lay them down. And you know, if if we end up going four and thirteen, uh, I'll remember this, I guess. But no, I Would appreciate you, it. But well, I mean, let's let's get a little a recap. I mean, no no one no one here really pays attention to the Bears games. Did Justin Fields get in the game though? He got in five plays actually against the Rams and he went two for two with 10 yards and a touchdown in those five plays. So, I mean, he kind of made, he made the most of his five and, plays he got. How'd Andy look? Um, Cause I know like that. 19 for 29 with 200 yards, a pick, no touchdowns. I think his longest pass attempt was 15 yards. He averaged five yards, a five yards, every pass. Sounds like Kirk. <laughs> that, that is a Kirk. That is not throwing the ball downfield. So we'll, we'll, we'll go off of that, you know? Maybe yeah. Justin Fields does go four and 13. All right. Carl Anthony Towns pisses me off the most now. What I think of it. You got to learn how to read, man. Go back. What do you say? Carl Anthony Towns pisses me off the most now that I think of it two thirds into the video. Oh, okay. His underhand passes make me want to turn off the TV, <laughs> run a few laps around my house and run into the wall to waste energy because of my frustration. <laughs> Dude, he's well, got away with words. He has, he, for, he has a way of making a, a great name, and he also has a way with words, man. It's well, well thought out quite question, I guess. Or that's a statement. I, that's just a statement, <laughs> I think. That's not even a question. How do we man, respond you know? to that? I mean, I, 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 I guess I don't really notice his underhand passes that There's much. more to Carl Anthony Towns that makes me angry than his underhand passes. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I would, I would beg to say his defense and his just overall toughness that you know makes me a little bit more mad than his passing but i i don't know i could see it though i i could see i could see carl anthony towns i mean it's kind of like the sleeper it's like the your favorite player actually is the one that pisses makes you off you the, the most, most. like same with like anthony edwards i guess maybe sometimes if we got such high expectations for him that when he doesn't live up to him or when he shoots mid-rangers yeah no he's got to quit the ah, dude i'm excited i'm getting excited for the season man like just getting mad at Anthony Edwards again. Well, I guess to close this comment out, I would say, um, you know, hopefully he doesn't make you want to do that this year. Hopefully we're better. Hopefully you don't have to waste all your energy running in, running laps around your house and uh, running into the wall. So there you go. Oh, Jared, he's a classic. He's a classic responder. Um, from a from a distance, does his profile picture look like a human head, kind of like a 
See, it always kind of reminded me of Cade Cunningham in an Oklahoma State jersey for some reason. It kind of looks like a robot to me. And then you look closer, and it's actually a Lexus steering wheel. That's <laughs> just the more like, you know. The it looks like know, a person, man. man. It does. It really does look like a person staring like into the. Distance. Yeah, I'm like I'm like a small phone screen with you guys watching right now too. It probably kind of looks like that. It does. Uh, I'll right. read this one because yeah, you've been having trouble. Um, I do. I do struggle reading aloud, out loud, though. It's one of my biggest fears. So I'm just gonna try to just gonna try to squash that right now. So from Jared O, he said, Philly would be crazy to trade Simmons to Houston for John Wall. What percentage do you guys think we, the Wolves? have at trading for Simmons. If he lands elsewhere, what do you predict our record will be? If we keep all of our players currently. That last part doesn't make a whole ton of sense, but so I think I'll, try to, I'll try to analyze that. As yeah, best you try as, You go, you go yeah. into it. So to answer the first part, Philly would be crazy to trade Simmons to Houston for John Wall. Uh, I would agree if that straight up trade ever happened. Oh, which yeah, it would, straight would up never for happen. sure. Um, I would, you'd probably be crazy even if you gave him John Wall and three first round picks, but what percentage do you guys think we as the Wolves would have it still trading for Simmons? Um, you know, I'd say it's like a, a three, four team race. So I'll just, you know, I'll give us 25%. 25, really? Yeah. I mean, if it, hasn't, if it hasn't happened at this point yet with a month, um, you know, coming to the season, I, I, I don't know if we'd make a giant move like that in the middle of the season because you don't, you don't usually see that happen. You usually see those Jimmy happen. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I mean that was draft night though, and draft right, night already close happened. Enough, close enough. <laughs> so I would say probably about twenty five percent. I don't know. I think it is possible. Um, obviously, we've talked about this before many times. The uh, asking price needs to go down, and and we as a team probably will have to meet them in the middle too and give a little more. It's mm-hmm. you know it's give and take. So yeah, um, the think, last yeah the last party said if he lands elsewhere, what do you predict our record will be? I don't know if he meant to say if he lands with us no he said if he ends elsewhere not in minnesota so like what what's our record going to be with our current roster with our current team it's okay. a very deep question you got to pick it apart um let's do some math that's that's my problem i 82 i'd say we'd be correct my math if this is wrong because it probably will be but does 48 and 32 make sense the math add up there sounds good i i am timbro's fan will get us with the calculator but <laughs> I'm uh, 50 and 32. Does that make sense? That does make sense. I don't know if I'd give them the 50 games. That seems like a bit of a stretch from a, from winning 20 games the previous year, but that's terrible. (laughs) I I don't know. Actually, now that I think about it now more, I would probably say within the low forties, I think would be a, I give us sad 40, 42, 43 wins. Maybe is that enough to make the playoffs? Potentially. Yeah. Well, for sure. The plan, I don't know if, we'd fall into the sixth seed and automatically make it. We'd probably be in the, the, uh, what is it? Eight to 12 now or yeah. eight to 10, Yeah, eight to 10. Um, one more thing about this question is would they, I don't know if they'd be that crazy to trade for John wall. I mean, John wall, he's not an awful player and just like, look at what they'd be getting from other teams. Like say from us, I feel like what they'd be getting wouldn't be much greater than John wall. You know what I mean? You leg out, man, or are you just staring? Looks like Chris is just staring into the abyss right now. That's weird. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Oh my gosh, that's creepy, man. You're just staring straight forward. Did you hear my did you hear my question? No, I, I completely froze. Okay. Well, here's my about John Wall, about 
You didn't hear any of that? No. Well, I heard the beginning. Do you think we'd get more or do you oh, think no, I, we'd uh, have a more favorable return? Right? No. So I'm saying, would they actually be crazy if they traded for John Wall for Ben Simmons and maybe got a few first round picks with that? Because just look at the package that we're scrambling to put together for Ben Simmons. I don't think it's much better than John Wall. He's still a solid player. He's a solid player, but he's not going to have the franchise changing ability that a Malik or a Jaden would have if they were young or Pro, maybe it would probably have to be a D'Angelo Russell. So would you rather have a 25-year-old D'Angelo Russell? I, mean, I would. I'd much rather have D'Angelo Russell, but I thought he was off the table. But that's the thing. Is he really off the table? We have no, no clue. He's not off the table. No, yeah, one's, so I, no one knows anything. It's just a bunch of grown men spreading rumors. I'm not going to name any names. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Josh Wright, um, he says, what do you think our realistic goals should be, assuming we stay healthy with and without Simmons? Um, and if we don't achieve these goals, goals next season, how many seasons do you give Cat and D'Lo before it's time to trade them for draft capital or young pieces and build around Ant and J-Mac? So. Well, this question, actually, I, I screenshot it without the read more part, but actually Josh is from the U.K., and he tunes in and he appreciates the content. But I just thought that was really cool that someone from the UK tunes in. Crazy how crazy what the internet could do. But um, so yeah, I think with or without Simmons, our goal needs to be the playoffs. If we do not make the playoffs this year, I guess I can keep going and I I don't have much more patience for Cat or Delo if we can't make the playoffs with this team because We've been pretty set on this roster. We didn't make any moves. The coaches are confident. The GM's confident in our roster. And if this isn't enough to make the playoffs, I think maybe it's time to move on and just kind of rebuild again. I don't know. I I'd really I don't see us not making the play-in game at least this year. I think that would be absurd. If we barring any major injuries, if we don't make the play-in game or the playoffs, I think that I think that we should really think about maybe moving on and building around J- Ant and J-Mac just like you said. Yeah, I think my my thing is too is like um I think obviously the realistic goal should be to make the playoffs, but you know, it's I guess is it the worst thing in the world if we like barely miss it at the 11th seed but we're above 500 and we've shown improvement? What do you say to that? Yep, if I guess I'm overreacting obviously earlier about dumping Cat and Elo. If something like that, I'm just saying if we have another terrible season like we've had the last couple seasons, then if that happens, then I don't know, but if we if we if we show improvement, everyone plays well, then you know what? I'll obviously, obviously, I'm not we're not going to get rid of Cat or D'Lo just next season. But if this becomes a reoccurring thing next couple seasons, then obviously you got to move on because they're not the ones. Also, kind of a follow around question, but like, what's Rosas's you know yeah, I mean, leash looking like? Well, he, I mean, I'm very confident in him right now. He didn't make any move really any moves in the off season. The process, I trust it. I, I'm full. Like, I don't even want to go here, Chris. I don't even want to go in what happens if it doesn't work out. But if it doesn't, I mean, there's a lot of other people out there that are capable GMs that maybe would be making more moves in the offseason. So. And there is like people act like this isn't a realistic question, but I think it's I think it's OK to be talked about. You know, you yeah. look at the you look at he's made. It's not like Rosas has been perfect so far. Like, obviously, he had the franchise changing trade that you know, shifted our whole team, but you forget about the Jarrett Culver draft pick and whether that's just him reaching and not him, not being that good or us not developing that well, you know, that, that does fall on Rosas, I think. Mm -hmm. And like, 
as well as staying with Ryan Saunders for the first part of the yep. year. Like that, that also does choice. fall. Yeah, that was his choice. He didn't have to. He could have fired, you know, Saunders and got Chris Finch. You know, it's, yeah, it's I, those things you got to think about. I think it's healthy as a fan base to question. It's healthy in, in life to question power and question who's in charge. Like if we were just to give him the pass, like we every every movie makes is scrutinized. We got to look at it and see if that's the best move. And if he makes too many moves that aren't aren't going to help our team and our the team we care about so much that we're talking about on a Wednesday night in the middle of the school year before the season even starts. Obviously we got to question him. Obviously we got to make sure he's doing what's best for us. And if he takes, he's, he doesn't do what, what needs to happen. I think he might have to go. Thank you, Josh, by the way. I appreciate you commenting, man. Kieran, oh, this not, part, an OG, think, an OG. I think he's got a lot. I think I put him on here a lot. So it's part one. All right. I legit think we could be a conference finals contenders if we get Ben Simmons for the right price. If we manage to keep D'Lo, then it's him and question mark Ben and Cat, maybe Torian Prince or something. I don't know. I feel that's a very, very dangerous starting lineup. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I'm not going to say – you know what you you were I said there is a possibility you could be conference finals contenders with a starting lineup like that but you also have to look at what are we giving up for Ben Simmons mm-hmm. like you put a there I mean the 3 is a giant question mark because I, I don't know who I don't know who we'd have left cuz we'd ship we'd be shipping off a lot of players like we'd be shipping off Malik we'd be shipping off Jane McDaniels we'd be shipping off probably a Kogi we'd be shipping off four first round picks so Torian Prince might be the starter in that position and is that what you really want I mean but when you do have those four guys I mean this is the other issue though is the past years we haven't had any bench depth every time the bench comes in it sucks and this this seems like the first year we've had bench depth not anymore we're gonna trade the whole thing away for this Ben Simmons guy who can't even make a free throw (laughs) I don't know. I'm me, me. I know me and you are both on the same train of not trading for Ben Simmons. No. I think, we, yeah, if I, we I trade you, if we trade Jade McDaniels for Ben Simmons, we all know what's going to happen. Jade McDaniels is going to turn into a superstar player. He's going to play on the Olympics for team USA and he's going to come back and make eight threes against us at home. And we're going to lose. Like, it's just, that's what happens when the Timberwolves trade away young talent. I'm speaking yeah. of Zach Levine. I mean, it just, it just screams Jimmy Butler all over again. It does. It screams like it screams another setback when we were already going in the right direction. Like we would have right. been if we didn't make that Jimmy Butler trade at the moment, we would have been a playoff like a, a lock for a playoff team this preseason. Yeah. I guarantee it. And we would have made the playoffs last season and possibly the season before. But hey, everything happens for a reason. We wouldn't have Anthony Edwards if we didn't do that trade. That's true. So that I true. mean, that's why I feel like we're ending up right now in the perfect spot because everything that's happened along the process. And I feel like if we do something else to mess up with the trajectory of where our, our team's going, I just don't, I don't know. Patience, I, patience, patience. Man. Let, let's patient. let one of, let's let one of these rebuilds rebuild fully. Let's just right. see what happens. Let's not tear it down right when it gets up to the top. That's just, it doesn't make much sense to me, but cause I think our rebuilds there. I think it finally has like come to a spot where we're finally competitive and we can keep adding on to a competing team. We're not in a rebuild anymore. No, exactly. We got the core. We got we got a very good core, a very good bench. And is all that is getting up all that worth it for Ben Simmons? It I mean, let me tell you that it's great for all these Instagram pages to talk about. It's great for Darren Wolfson to talk about because it's great gives for them the 2K to talk about players. Because 
Because face it or not, we have not had much to talk about these last couple months. And this is given all these Timberwolves accounts and all the stuff that you see about the Timberwolves. It's giving everyone something to talk about when maybe it's not that much of a reality than it is. It's just actually giving someone, people something to talk about. So I think, because you, you scroll through Instagram and all you see is Ben Simmons, Timberwolves, Ben Simmons, Timberwolves. So everyone thinks that's, that's the reality of what's going to happen, but it's probably not going to happen. And I think that, I don't know. I just don't think it's going to happen. I'm very content with it not happening. I, I I think you can make the hot take. You might be have a better chance of being conference finals contenders if you don't trade for Ben Simmons and keep your core. We don't know what this core looks like healthy and playing together. Yeah, just let it just let it play out, man. Seriously, I'm but we're about to get fan mail from uh, Malik Beasley, but we don't want him traded. Come on, no, no. Come on All right, Kieran again with a comment <laughs> here. I don't like Jake Lehman. He's useless nine out of 10 games. Uh, yeah, I'd agree. I don't know what he contributes, to be honest. Maybe some Chris, length and defense and clutch time, but. Chris, I'm going to have to disagree with you here. I'd okay, say he's useless ahead. eight out of 10 games. I, okay. I, I don't think you can give him nine. I, th- I think that two out of every 10 games, I think he can. He's not useless. He's not good. <laughs> he but serves useless, a purpose, though, sometimes. Yeah, I'd say I'd say for sure. For sure, four out of those 10 games, he's making mistakes that are going to hurt you. Six out of those games, he's not doing much to, like, hurt you. He's just kind of there, useless, I guess. But then but maybe does him t- not doing anything hurt you? Yeah, so actually not six. Four, okay, so four of the games he hurts you. Four out of the games, he's nothing. And then two of the games, he actually helps you. He might make two threes or something like that. Okay, I'll give you that. There you go. I'll Snap. give you that. Kieran again, yeah, you really did stack his uh <laughs> yeah, his well, yeah I, I should have shuffled him a little bit, maybe. Huh? <laughs> I think Minnesota is the front runner to get Ben right now. It's been re- reported that Sacramento and Golden State both pulled out of negotiations. They certainly aren't keeping him. Mm. I would disagree with that. I think they are keeping him if they don't get at least a a pretty good deal for their young superstar or star. I not. He said he's not playing though. So what do you think about that? If he, they, they're not just gonna, you know scramble and trade him for nothing though before the start of the season if they don't get a package with at least three firsts and a young upcoming player i i don't think they'll do it i really don't like they the 76ers have all the power he's locked up for five years you i think charles barkley made some comments if you saw those where he's like screw him he 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 signed a five-year deal you can't just give in to what he wants right like he's i and you know what he says he he says he won't play but honestly he might cave in like, who knows? yeah, dude, he's got so much to prove. Like he can't, he can't sit out a whole season after going through after having this season. end like it did last year, he's a competitor. He hasn't earned that either. No, he has not earned that. He played terribly at the playoffs. Everyone knows that that was the talk of the whole NBA was how terrible he played. You really think he's, if he's a competitor, he's going to sit on that the whole season and just like, just have that be the end of it. Like, sure. I'll just sit out and let everyone say I was terrible. No, he's going to want to prove everyone wrong. He's, he skipped the Olympics. Yeah, to work on his game. So yeah, I, I, I could see I could see him stay, not leaving the 70s. Maybe they could work something out. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they could I don't know if they're gonna work something out, but I, he might just play until they can find a because the, the Sixers want one of two things, and the thing they actually want is is a certified star to trade straight up with. Like they want Damian Lillard or Bradley Beal. That's what they want. But their second option is obviously a young promising player and a few first round picks and at the moment neither of those are really available for them 
like some, you could, there are trade packages that we've offered and that other teams have offered, but if it's not enough for them, then what's I, the point? What's the, yeah. It's like not I, even worth, yeah. There's no packages right now. I'll let you have that one. Yeah, I could do this one. All right. Malik824, a Kogi, least favorite wolf by far. Really? I, I could see that. I, a Kogi, he's easily a hateable player. I mean, especially, I swear to gosh, man, there was, there was a stretch there last season where we've, we talk about this stretch all the time where he missed. I swear, every time I looked up at the TV, he missed a three. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty easy. To, I th- Was that who I said, or wasn't it? No, you could have said him because I, I, I think I said him and you said Jake Lehman. No, I did you? not say Jake Lehman. I would never. Who'd you say? Because that this was a comment in response because we asked each other who our least favorite yeah. players was. I don't remember. We we'll have to I go don't... back in the archives. Definitely yeah, not Jake Lehman. I said that was a popular choice, but not mine. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, Mason, the classic man. This guy, he's your guy. Oh, he's been he's been with us since the beginning. I think he was with us when we were just the Basshole podcast. Um, he so said, too. "I think a watch party would be a great idea, boys. It would be cool to have a live chat interactions with you guys as well." And yeah, me and Chris were talking about this earlier. I mean, once I get back from vacation, dude, I'm so excited to figure out how we're going to do this live stream for the game and just how we're going to get it going. Because yeah, too. I think it'd be I mean, great. Like it. It's, it's going to be a good opportunity to kind of just chill out with you guys, um, exp- talk about expectations for the season. We're all going to be super hype and super into it. It's just going to, it's going to be a good time. So we're both super excited for that. All right, PMARS, classic, classic commentary. Um, extra, help, extra height will help Ant switch on to bigger players on defense and get his jump shot over defenders on offense. I think he was more like 6'5 last year anyways, so it's only an extra inch. Ant is going to poop emoji on the league next year. I would I you know what? We I did see this comment after we posted the uh the podcast last week, and we completely forgot to mention defense. And I actually do agree it will help him a little bit on defense with extra height. Like he can switch on to some taller players, maybe right. not one of the guard roles, you know, maybe he could switch on to a larger wing. Yeah, I dude, I mean Obviously, P. Mars is kind of alluding to it here. I mean, is he re- did he really gain that much, or was he actually six five last season? You know, so yeah, I think that uh, I think he's I think he he was gonna poop on the league on the league anyway. It didn't matter. Yeah, I mean, oh, is okay. So I forgot. This is kind of a weird um, cross section here, but isn't Zion six six two? Yeah. Uh, so they're kind of like uh, they're like Zion's just a big like, ant. Like 50 more pounds than ant. Yeah, he's just a 50-plus pound ant. And veterinary medic. So which players would you trade Cat for one, one for one? I mean, this is this is actually this is actually a great I'm, – I'm going to be honest. This is a great question. It's, um, what are you Googling, bro? We can see your screen. I know. That's what I'm saying. I was going to Google the top 100 NBA players because obviously there's a multitude of players that I would okay. trade Cat for, you know, right. one-on-one. Right, right. So, like – I got to obviously, you know, make my list right here. Mm. Um, okay. Andrew Wiggins, I would. <laughs> so, I mean, it's got to be realistic. So, yeah, like, let's go Let's go through until we maybe reach Cat, right? Right. Okay, so yes. You trade for Le- LeBron right now, age 36? Uh, yes, I would. Okay, I would agree. Kawhi, yes. 100%. Giannis, yes. yes. Curry, yes. yes. Anthony Davis, yes. yes. 
Um, Luca, yes. Yes. KD, yes. Yes. James Harden, yes. Damian Lillard, yes. Not as like not. I'm not as willing to with Damian Lillard, but yes. Jokic, yes. Yes, for sure. Um, Tatum, yes. Jeez, he's Embiid, yes. You trade yeah. Embiid? Yeah. So you're you're saying that Cat's the third best center? Cat's the, the third best okay. center. In the I would league. agree. Jimmy buckets, no, no. I would not either. That's a good point. I, I agree there. Bradley Beal, no, I would tough, not. But no, I I would agree with the no there. Paul George, no. I'm gonna go no. He's aging. Maybe I I maybe I probably would Paul George. You would Paul George. I Devin so. Booker, yes. But that's a position of a lot of people. That, and we're not doing positions. Just if 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 you think I guess Cat's better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I'd take Devin Booker over Cat. Yeah. Um. Bam. Cat, yes. Bam. No. No, for me either. Chris Paul's a no. no. He's too old. Ben Simmons. No. No. Uh. Donovan mm-hmm. Mitchell. D. Mitch. Yeah. I maybe. Yeah. I think I'd rather have D. Mitch. It's just our roster obviously doesn't allow for it. But I agree. Okay. What about Jamal Murray? That's no. a good one. I'm not no. a big Jamal Murray guy. Kyrie. No. Not not assuming who is on our roster right now, just if you do a straight-up trade. Yeah, I probably would. I'd rather probably have Kyrie, if I'm going to be honest with you. I, I would as well. No. Zion. Hell no. Zion's a no. Trey Young. Yes, I'd rather have Trey Young. Yeah, I would agree. Pascal, no. No. Kyle, no. Chris Middleton, no. Gobert, okay. We're about to that point. So, Gobert, maybe. <laughs> honestly. Go, so, there was, like, a few players, honestly, that we wouldn't have traded – you know, cat for that. We wouldn't have done Jimmy. We wouldn't have done Bradley Beal. So what about, so what, I mean, I feel like Bradley Beal for cat could be a pretty like Fair realistic trade. trade package that would be offered. And I, yeah, I would not take it. Carl Anthony Towns is just such a special player. I yeah. mean, he, he's been injured. He's been injured the last few years, but when he's healthy, man, he's, he's a special player and he's different from any other player we've really ever seen in this league. Yeah, there's a reason he's 17 on that list. I mean, he's he's one of the best players in the NBA. So there's not a lot of players I would trade Cat for it. There's probably only a list of about 10 to 15 players I'd trade for him. Great question, man. Great question. Appreciate so it, Veterinary Clinic. Does that conclude it? That does conclude it. Um, I guess we got a couple more, you know, um, things to talk about, I guess. Oh, but. for sure. Yeah, no, that does that include the the fan segment? Um yeah, first of all, I just want to address thank you for everyone who commented. And you know what? Thanks for everyone who watches but doesn't comment too because it's like we still we still appreciate you guys watching. I mean, I watch so many YouTube channels and I never comment. So, like, I know there's people out there like that, and we still appreciate you guys. And, yeah, we're really going to work towards getting this, um, this live stream figured out for the game. I don't know how we're going to do it. Um, if anyone knows how, like, what the best way to do it is because we're, we're newbies in this what the best way we can do it where we can even have call-in people come in, like just how are we going to get that figured out? Um, just let me know. But, yeah, thank you guys. And then, yeah, we got a few more things we want to talk about for sure. Yeah, you know, a couple orders of business, I guess. Um, I guess the most prominent news that actually happened was um, both Jared Vanderbilt and Jordan McLaughlin got signed to three-year deals, both each couple mil. Um, Were you surprised? 
No, I wasn't really surprised. I was more surprised about J-Mac. Sorry to answer my own question there, but I mean, it, was, it seemed like from what people were saying, the writing was on the wall that we were not going to get J-Mac back. Hmm. That's what I, I mean, just from, just from what I've heard around the, from the Instagram and the uh, YouTube comments. Your, your league sources were telling you? Yeah, uh, actually, I, uh, I called a friend close to uh, J-Mac and his, um, and he said he didn't know anything. So, <laughs> All right. All right, Darren. Thank you. Yep. I was texting um, with uh, J-Mac's <laughs> high school teammate, and <laughs> If anyone doesn't know where that's from, I think we have a Ronde House Jefferson clip with him. You should go check out. I think that was... We love Darren. We love Darren. We love Darren. Um, but, yeah, I agree. Um, I think it was really clutch that we got Jared Vanderbilt back. You know, he was the one I really, really wanted back. Um, you know, Jordan McLaughlin. Obviously, it's nice to have depth, but, you know, I don't think we really honestly needed him too badly, especially after, you know, the way he played last season, because I don't think that gets talked about, you know, from the second half of, you know, the big season with all the trades to the COVID season, he regressed. I would honestly say tremendously, like he was a he was almost our six man, you know, the half season and, you know, for the full COVID season, he wasn't really getting backup minutes and whether that's attributed to Rubio or not, it's not going to matter because now we have Pat Bev. So it's going to be the same type of situation. He's going to have to be playing through to earn minutes. Yeah. I, that's why I was, that's kind of what I was getting at with. I don't, I didn't see it was as necessary to get him, but Vando, like he was, on, he was on all these team like workouts in Miami and stuff. Like he was, he was going to be on the team. Everyone kind of knew that. Like it was the, everyone, like, I don't know. How to, I don't know how to speak anymore, but yeah, I guess kind of transitioning to that. What do you think of all the? I saw some comments on you know the team's Instagram when they were posting like the medicine oh, ball volleyball. Dude, and like everyone's like, get back on the court, you guys. Oh, no, you know, you know what they messed up on? They they posted all the players. They said like waking up early and getting on the grind. And they posted a picture of freaking cat on his phone. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, lifting with like the Jordans on. I'm like. That's- no, yeah. but no, they said like like Cat already who has his work ethic question. They're really gonna post a picture of him sitting on his phone at the gym. Like who is who is in charge of that social media account? Like that that is terrible. Obviously, he was probably just text checking his texts or something, but like really that's the picture you're gonna post? Yeah, or it was before the workout started or something. Or even between, that, between but, re, between sets. I mean, you know, it's everyone I checks their phone. Yeah, yeah well, between maybe. sets, I, I'm, I'm, I definitely check my phone. A well, couple maybe times. he was trying to figure out what a freaking what freaking lift he was doing. Maybe he had to look it up online. We all we've all been there. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's. I think there's too much made into the fan hate from them going to Miami. And, At least you know, they're in Miami. That's awesome. That's such good team. And bonding. it's not they 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 are playing. They're up practicing in Miami they, they've posted pictures of them at the courts too practicing they're not just just having fun on the beach in Miami Dude, even, even though, if they are I'm fine with that that's team bonding right there yeah that's great and you know all the new players are there too like Pat Bev and Torian Prince are there and so uh, McKinley Wright that's right yeah it's awesome that's what I'm saying like I don't care if they're honestly I don't care if they're running like actual practices which they're probably not more like a captain's practice and like pickup and stuff but as long as they're there bonding putting in work they're each putting in their own work like that that's awesome we've never had a team really do that before you know you can you can question their play on the court at times but this is one of the most tight-knit groups in the nba like you could argue like maybe that championship lakers team had like some really good chemistry and personalities but this timberwolves team is like as tight as i've ever seen a timberwolves team or an nba team before because they've been through the gutter man 
they've been they've been through the bad stuff now it's time for the good stuff it's it's coming it's coming it's all part of the process trust the process don't trade for ben simmons yeah that's that's a big no-no um the other thing is the other big piece of news was patrick beverly he had a had a media day or something the wolves posted and he said he doesn't plan on missing the playoffs with the timberwolves he's never missed the playoffs in his career once are are we gonna make the playoffs? What happens if we don't make the playoffs? Does Bev just go screw this and leave? To to that comment, all I say is okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, like okay, like that's awesome. You've never missed the playoffs. Um, I love the attitude. I love that you're bringing that. Um, I mean, but we knew he was gonna do that when we when you think about Bev, you think of he's not gonna fold and like he's not gonna say like oh it's okay if we don't make the playoffs. You know, I would hope that no one on the Timberwolves would say it's okay to make the playoffs and miss the playoffs. It's not okay. Yeah, okay, whatever. It's it's not okay to not make the playoffs. And we've already talked about this a lot on this podcast already today. I think everyone's expectations should be the playoffs, and if it's not, then maybe we start questioning things. But yeah, Pat Bev, I hope I hope this isn't your first time missing the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, uh, that would be. He'd be one to take offense to that too, and on his next team be like horrible experience or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I hope like, he doesn't go Jimmy Butler mode on us and do that, like the he, Rachel Nichols. And he Nich- he could do worse than Jimmy Butler too. Is the issue there? Like he could really, really. No, uh, the problem is he's not like a great player. Like Jimmy Butler could beat beat up beat the starting lineup with the bench guys, but Pat Bev, I don't think he could do much if he if he took the bench team with like Layman and a Kogi. I don't think they could beat the starting team even if no matter how mad. Yeah, I, I I would agree with that. Um, you know, actually, kind of another thing we wanted to talk about too. Now that um, that big headlines are off the table is when our when Peyton's computer was having issues and we paused for a little bit. We were talking about how how last podcast went for you guys, and we want to first of all apologize because we almost felt like. You know, if you you watch that whole thing through, you know, and we kind of felt like you would have wasted an hour of your time because I don't think Peyton and I can both say that we were 100 percent into that. I I can't like there's no way. And you can make we can make all the excuses we want. But at the end of the day, you guys are subscribed to us because you trust us and you like you, you give us your time. We don't take that lightly. So. For us to put out a, a non-quality episode like that, honestly, I, we're, I'm I'm sorry. It was, it was just we we didn't prepare enough, and we just didn't bring the energy that night. And it happens, but we're not going to let that happen again. At least this year. Um, yeah, I I can't think of a time in Timberwolves in in the basshole media, you know, history of us posting stuff that we haven't put all our effort into one video and try to make it as good as possible and try to make it something we'd want to watch i'd i'd want to watch all of our content besides, besides that. that i would you not can tell we didn't that. we didn't do any clips on it or anything like it was just kind of like shit man like we got off the phone we got off the call and we're like bro like we can't be doing that again i'm not, I, I was texting chris all week i'm like bro we gotta we gotta get this like both of us come on yeah and we we're getting hype and i we took notes before this like you know what i I'm so, it's not going to happen again. Let's just be like that. We just wanted to address it. If anyone noticed, um, sorry about that, but there's going to be better episodes here. Um, branching into that. I mean, we got a few new subscribers here, a decent amount. And honestly, we don't really talk about our roots much. You guys, you guys know I'm Peyton. That's, that's Chris. 
you see it on the bottom, but you don't know much about us. You don't know much about our friendship. Um, you don't know much about our brand. Now we're, now we're titled as the Timberwolves Talk podcast, but what we really are is we're Basshole Media. And Chris, just give, give them a little history. If someone would walk at you, what is Basshole? What does Basshole mean? What it? Just tell them, tell them what that means. Yeah, so like I guess going into the full history, you know, Peyton and I have known each other our whole lives. You know, we've been really good friends throughout – you could say best friends. Like we've known each other since we were like, no, nine when you say, old. when you say our whole lives, man, like, yeah, it's it, before like yeah. a year old. Like this is, this goes way back. Yeah. So, you know, we, we bought a boat, um, when we were like, what, 15, I think yeah. 14, 15. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we had it for like three or four years and before, you know, at that mark at the three or four year mark, when we were both, I, I mean, I think it was, freshman year once COVID hit like the second semester of freshman year we decided to make a youtube channel um and it was originally just like videos yeah it was fishing content you know that's what we wanted to do we like guys like john b and alex perrick and lockers and those type of guys um so we kind of wanted to try that and you know it, it was it was good for a while and i think um what really happened for me, especially, you know, going through that process, it was such a good process learning how social media works, learning how YouTube works, learning how content creation works. Um, but we realized that wasn't really what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it made Peyton and I both not like to fish because we felt like it was taking away from the actual experience of going out there and fishing. And the whole point of fishing to us personally is me and Peyton, first of all, spending time together. Um, that's one of the main ways we hang out. And second of all, just enjoying, you know, a relief from school right. or work or life or whatever it is. And when you're filming, that's not a release from that. It's it's more so work. It adds like, pressure. It adds pressure to it because if you're not catching fish or you're not, you didn't catch that fish on camera, like it just creates so much stress that is just not necessary. And like you said, I mean, we're busy guys. We got a lot going on. We got social lives. We got we got drama. We got all that stuff. So when we get out on the boat, the last thing I want to deal deal with is more of that shit. Yeah. And then also you got to go home and you got to edit that stuff too. So it's just never ending. So yeah, keep going. But yeah, we just decided fishing videos. That was not, that was yeah, not So, it. I mean, I would say at the end of our, we were still making fishing content when um, we had the idea during, you know, quarantine to, start the podcast start a podcast and originally it was whose idea you. was it i think it was mine if i'm gonna be honest i think it was mine it had to have been i'll I'll, I'll I'll credit i'll credit you with the podcast idea but i'll credit myself with taking the initiative to start the youtube you we didn't even YouTube. talk about that we didn't even talk about that but that's fine um yeah so so the most like, random thing ever like just a podcast what yeah so we started a random podcast where we talked about random stuff and no, if you go back and watch we literally you guys can go back and watch those videos those are from like a little over a year ago i think no, like no nope. less, than a, less than a year ago less, less than, than a year ago you guys can go watch those and they're they're probably now that you know us and our personalities a little bit better you probably think they're a little entertaining but you know to a person just coming in that you'd be like what the hell is this like this is just random shit and then, oh, like yeah. we talked about <laughs> we talked about the most random stuff yeah like stuff no one probably cared about if you didn't know us which is you know why we and we didn't just randomly you know decide to do a talk about timberwolves we started talking a little bit about sports on those podcasts and that kind of transitioned into the NFL NBA. Mm -hmm. Um, And then 
Because we're just little... guys being guys. Like, obviously, when we're having a conversation, we're going to bring up sports. Yeah, and that transitioned, you know, both of us being Minnesota sports fans to uh, – it was around draft time. Yep. And that's when we started talking about LaMelo Ball or Anthony Edwards debate because we had the first overall pick. And that's when we noticed that we really – first of all, we realized that we enjoyed talking about the team. We wouldn't be doing mm-hmm. this if we didn't enjoy talking about the Timberwolves. What we also realized is it was the best segment of our podcast. That was yep. getting like some videos would get over a thousand views and be like, why are these videos doing so well? But the other clips aren't doing so we'd well. Have, we'd have um, we'd have a clip about the Timberwolves get 350 views. And then we'd have a clip about why TikTok is the worst social media app gets six views. Yeah. And it was really, really random. So we're like, you know what? Like we really decided this is actually our favorite thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like we pretty much mutually exclusively started talking about the wolves even when we were still doing the podcast it was almost like a precursor to Timberwolves talk at it was like point. a weird awkward phase where like we both knew we just wanted to talk about the Timberwolves, but we felt bad like being the one to say all right like let's just go straight because yeah. at that point i was like i want to be versatile i want to be able to do so because we also like we we're connecting with brands like duluth pack mm-hmm. um spring creek manufacturing we were doing podcasts like that and those were those were fun but like at the same time we were going in different directions so yeah um you know and even the duluth pack one wasn't too long ago that was just last winter and we love those guys um but like it really made no sense for us to just do random you know interviews for companies and stuff like that unless we were trying to get a sponsorship with them like we're not gonna lie i don't know if we would have done a a random Duluth pack interview if we weren't trying to, you know, be partners with them with the podcast. I mean, it's, that's just the way it goes. We love, you know, Tom and all them who work over there and we still, you know, we probably still could keep in touch if we want. We still wear Duluth pack stuff, but that's when we realized our main focus was like, yeah, if we're going to actually, you know, be good, let's, let's do something we're good at and let's put all our energy into that. Yeah, exactly. And that's like, kind of how this came along for sure. And like me, like I, I just, my own story about it is like last year at this time, I didn't give a shit. I didn't give, I didn't care about the Timberwolves. I could care less. I didn't watch any games two years ago. And the moment we got into the podcast, I watched every single game. I would be, I, I remember I was sitting at home, like by myself in the basement, watching like the fourth quarter of some random Timberwolves game when we're down by 40 just cause I enjoyed watching it and I knew I had to watch it cause I wanted to talk about it and be educated. Cause I know Chris has all these facts all over the place. And I didn't want him to out talk me always, you know what I mean? So like there's this little competition also that me and Chris have where we try to try to have the most facts and the most knowledge on, on the topic. Yeah. And I mean, the, the other thing is too, is like, you know, from the outside, you know, maybe it doesn't look like we're doing that well, but, you know, from the from the outside, maybe it looks like we have all our stuff set up and we have a rhythm and, you know, we're happy with how everything's going. And sometimes that's just not the truth. Like me and Peyton aren't aren't content with like the numbers we're doing right now. We want to always strive to get more numbers like we we know what this can turn into. And we are, you know, we've had our struggles and we're still having our struggles going through this thing. Like there's always those doubts that this, this is just like a joke. Why are we wasting time on this one? When we both could be doing homework or we could be doing random things right now, but you know, we really do feel passionate about this and we would not still be doing it if we didn't think this could grow into something. Yeah. And like, 
the only reason we're doing it is because we're both bought. We're both a hundred percent bottom. This wouldn't work if me and Chris were not giving it 50, 50, each of us. Like if this was a 60, 40 thing, like this would not work. It's because we're both so committed to this. And we're both willing to give up our time and we're both willing to take the energy to watch Timberwolves games, do all this. And that's why it works. And we both love it. And yeah, exactly. And this goes into the, the last segment. If you're still watch, if you're still watching or listening, we appreciate you guys. Cause we, we got to get this out of the way. Sometimes we can't just be these blank screens. On, we can't be these blank face on the screens. We got to show you our personality because that's, that's what the best part about this is in my, in my opinion, in my unbiased opinion, I think it's the personality that comes along with it. But so I have four goals. I, re- I wrote down off the top of my head. Um, so here we go. The first one is I want to be able to do a weekly, at least one weekly podcast episode during the season, at least until, until the season ends, I want to be able to do one episode a week. I think that's pretty doable. Don't you think like that one we can check off as long as we. Yeah, that's an extremely fair and, you know, obvious goal. If we're going to be, you know, pushing for what we want to push for and we want to give you guys what you want. I'm sure you obviously want as much content as you possibly can get. Yeah, and like also with that, like I'll, we don't know what we're gonna do with the clips. We we play around with the clips every um, every week differently. Um, sometimes they go off, sometimes they don't get any views, and we're just constantly seeing how many clips we want to do when we want to release them. So that all that, we don't know how that's gonna work. Another goal: um, I want to live stream a few of the games. I want to do these viewing parties. I want to figure out how to do that, and I think that could really bring a new dimension to our channel and grow our community, I think. Yeah, I would 100% agree. I think the viewing parties are, you know, a super good idea, and I think you guys really enjoy that. Not every game. Obviously, I don't think we can do that every game, but if we pick out a few games, mark them on the calendar, and we we do that, I think that'd be awesome. Um, this is one that me and you have both talked about. I want to get 1,000 subs by the last season, game the Timberwolves play this season. I think that's doable. Uh, we've seen other other channels like us blow up kind of within a season, Chatterwolves, for example. Um, and then my last goal, this one's kind of out there. I want to interact with one player on the Timberwolves, whether that's them coming on the podcast or that's them talking with us on Instagram or something. I just I want to be able to interact with one player on the current roster. I think that's – I don't think it's out of the picture. I think we could do it. Yeah, I, I 100% do agree, and it's like – it's funny, you know, because I have a class this semester, you know, that's all about purpose. It's weird. It's called consuming happiness because um, I'm marketing or marketing ish major. And, you know, a goal is just to go until you actually, you know, you you define what your purpose is and how you're actually going to set in stone why why you want to achieve these goals and how you're going to go about it. You know, a goal is just a goal, you know, without a plan. And Peyton and I, you know, like, like I've said, we've had our failures in the past. We, we've already tried, you know, we've already, yeah, we've already tried to, you know, get a thousand subs. We've already tried to interact with Timberwolves players, but you know, just cause it didn't work the one time doesn't mean it's not going to work the next. You have to find a different way to do something. You can't just keep trying stuff the same way and expecting, you know, success. It's right. You got to find, you got to find an educated way to do something. And, um, we're really serious. And uh, another one of our goals was to get 500 subs um, before the season starts. And we still have over a month. And within two weeks, I think we've gained over 50 subs. 
Yeah, we're right there, dude. We're right there, bro. We got sixty. We got like no fifty-eight at this point, I think. Yeah. So if and we like, have, we, just, we tell your keep... friends, tell your friends too, please. <laughs> Thank. We need to reach this five hundred goal before the season. Dude, it's kind of funny. This episode has been less. I mean, it was Tim Rose talk at the beginning, but yeah, now this is kind of more turning into like the old basshole podcast. Like we're just kind of talking and chatting. And yeah, dude, I kind of miss it. Like it, it's an interesting feeling. It's different. I, I mean, obviously, we shouldn't do this every episode, but sometimes it's okay just to sit back and talk and maybe not talk all about the Tim Rose because you can only do so many things before the season starts. And that's that's kind of where we were struggling with last week. I mean, we just didn't know. We talked about everything, and everything just seemed so, like, beating the dead horse. Like, we just didn't know anything new to talk about. So I feel like I feel like this week we did a little bit better job there. Yeah, you know, Um like we said, you know, we're sorry for the product we put out last week. That's don't not matter. how it don't matter. That's not that we don't want to reflect on that. That's not how we want, you know, that video to reflect our name. That's not who we are. So, yeah. Put that out. And I'm excited to get back, get back up to Minnesota here. Um, and yeah, man, let's get it. Let's get to that 500 subs. Hope everyone has a great week. If you listen this far, I really appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Make sure to like the video so Chris can do the uh, King Physique dance. That's right. And, yeah, guys, have a great week. We'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you.